name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of the Coptic month, Baba. And usually any month has four Sundays. So when there is a fifth Sunday, we consider it a blessing from God to give us another Sunday in the month. That's why the church usually, when there is fifth Sunday, we read the gospel of feeding the multitude from the five loaves and two fish, because this gospel actually is the gospel of blessing. And each one of us wants to be blessed in his life. So if we look at this miracle, we will see what are the elements of blessings. In order for us to be blessed in our life, we need to include all these elements. The first element is giving. As the Lord Jesus Christ himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Maybe in the secular world, when you receive, this means you will have more. But in the spiritual world, when you give, you will have more. God will bless whatever is remaining. So it is the opposite of the understanding of the secular world. That's why the psalm of today says, give to the Lord, O families of the people. Give to the Lord the glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. This lad had five loaves and two fish. And let us imagine, imagine the scenario here. One of the disciples, Andrew, went to this lad and told him, would you please give us the five loaves and two fish? So the lad asked Andrew, why? Andrew told him, we are going to feed the multitude, the 5,000 families that are here, we are going to feed them from the five loaves and two fish. If you are in the place of this lad, what would you do? Maybe would hide this meal, because no way that this meal will be enough and sufficient for 5,000 families. But the faith of this lad and the confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ and the willingness to give and the willingness to share with others. He gave his meal, the five loaves and two fish. He gave them to the Lord and he trusted that the Lord would bless them. Try to give and you will be blessed. Try to give 
glory and honor to God. Try to give offering that's due his name. Try to help somebody, whether financially or whether emotionally, or whether help him to find a job or to help him to write an application. Help others. Give from your time. Give from your mind. Give from your effort. Go and give and you will be blessed. It is more blessed to give than to receive. The second element is prayer. When the Lord Jesus Christ took the five loaves and fish, he lifted his eyes up to heaven and he prayed. He prayed and asked the Father to bless the food. And we believe when we pray, God will be a partaker with us. And if God is a partaker with us, definitely will we will be blessed in everything we do. Pray before you start your work. Pray before you start your study. Pray in the beginning of the day. Let every single work in your life start with a prayer. And you will experience the blessing of God. In the litany of the travelers, we ask God to be a partaker with us in every good deed, in every work we do. We ask God to be our partaker. The third element is thanksgiving. People who are complainers, they will not get much because they don't have the attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving. <coughs> Mar Isaac of Syria said, there is no uh, gift without increase except the one without thanksgiving. Meaning, God, if he gives you a gift, God is willing to increase it and bless it more and more. But if you are not giving thanks, then this gift will not be blessed, will not be fruitful. When God healed the ten leper men, and only one returned to give thanks to him, he asked about the nine. Yes, in our life, there are many things that we suffer and we are not happy with them. But unfortunately, focusing on these things will make us complainers. But if we train ourselves to focus on God and to focus on the blessings and to count our blessings, to count the gift that God gave us, and be grateful and thankful, then we will be blessed more and more. The fourth element in blessing is actually 
delegation and working together as a team. Many people, they like to work by themselves or to serve by themselves. Or they like to control others. So they will be the only decision makers and others just helpers, followers. But in this miracle, you see how the Lord shared the disciple the problem and asked for solutions. He told them, what should we do? And Andrew brought him an idea. There is a lad has five loaves and two fish. But in my estimation, that this is not enough to feed the multitude. Then the Lord actually, he did not tell them, set aside, I will distribute the food to the people. The Lord actually gave the disciples and the disciples gave the multitude. So here actually you can see a teamwork. In the book of Ecclesiastes, we read that two are better than one. Because when they work together, their productivity is higher. They will support one another. Two minds are better than one mind. When actually we work together, there is a law called the law of synergy, in which actually the productivity of us as a team is more than the sum of the productivity of each one of us. This is called the law of synergy. So, if you want to be blessed, don't be solo, don't be the only one. In your family, let your spouse participate with you in making decisions. Share with your children and all of you work together as a team. Delegate responsibility to others. Don't put all the responsibility in your hand. As the Lord Jesus Christ delegated responsibility to the disciples and trusted them. People who want to do everything by themselves, they are not blessed. But people actually who work together in a spirit of love, self-denial, humility, their productivity is more and God will bless them. The fifth element is order and being organized. To be organized and to be ordered, orderly, to make everything in orderly way is not a social virtue, but it is a spiritual virtue. The Lord said to the disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. I want you to think they were 5,000 men. If every man has his wife and two children, and definitely at that time they didn't have two children, they, they used to have more than this. But we are speaking at least about 20 to 25,000 persons, at least, minimum. 
And I want to imagine right now if there is a church that has 25,000 members and then want to distribute the agape meal to them, how much time we will need? We will need a lot of time. But here actually in this miracle, we read that the sun was going down. So actually, they have very, very limited time to distribute the food. But the Lord, being organized and asked the disciple to make them sit down in group of 50, I can imagine for every group, there was like a, a, a head to this group or coordinator. And the disciples went quickly from one group to one group. They gave to the person in charge and this person distributed to the 50. So every single one took his meal, everyone ate, ate and everyone was filled because they were organized. Unfortunately, in the church, many times we don't see this organization. During time of communion, we find everybody going in every direction, going talk, talking together. It is there is no organization. Although this time is the most holy time in uh, the divine liturgy. In the distribution of the Ulugeya, we can see people are not organized. In your own life, in your own uh, house, if you are not organized, if you want to find a paper, you will take a long time to find it. And this will be a waste of your time. But if you are organized and you know how to file your papers, then if you need any paper at any moment, you know where it is and you can get it. If you know how to manage your money and you are organized in managing your money, your money will be blessed. But if you're just spending here and there, with no organization, I'm sure you will suffer a lot of shortage every month. If your time is not organized, then actually your productivity in the day will be very, very minimal. But if you are organized, then you can do many, many tasks in the day without being exhausted. When we have convention like youth convention, every day we have divine liturgy. We pray the seven hours of the Agbeya. We do midnight praises. We have uh, two or three lectures. We have a panel discussion. We have time uh, uh, for rest. And we have time for activities. So how we can do all these activities on one day? Because there's a schedule. The day is organized. But if you are not organized, you cannot even attend your prayer. When actually in packing, they say time management is like packing. If you throw your stuff in your luggage, your luggage may take six, seven items. But if you know how to pack well, then actually you will, can take 20 items. Why? Because you are organized. Being organized, as St. Paul said, let everything be done in order. Let everything be done in order.
and according to the tradition. In the church, actually, there is something called the rituals. The ritual is the order we do things, how we do prayer, how we do the divine liturgy, how we celebrate the feast. There is order for everything. So, being organized is a source of blessing. And finally, the Lord said to them, gather the fragments, the leftover. And they gathered the leftover, and the leftover filled 12 baskets. 12 baskets. So, the leftover, many of us, we ignore it and we don't pay attention to it. I'm not even say, speaking about the leftover of our food, but let me just say a small word. Actually, when you make a plate for yourself, don't just put many, many things and then you throw the leftover. Take little, and after you finish it, take another little, and after you finish it, you can take a third time, fourth time, as many times as you want. But when you fill your plate, and then you, you eat half of it, and you throw half of it, that's not right. The Lord asked the disciple to gather the fragments. The fragments of your time, if you have two minutes here, 15 minutes here, 13 minutes here, if you pay attention how to use the fragments of your time, actually, you can finish many tasks in these fragments of time. The fragment of your money, it's just you collect the uh, cash in, in, in uh, or the pennies, and you send it to the poor, it can be actually a huge amount. So, being blessed means to pay attention to the fragments. So, in this miracle, we saw how the Lord Jesus Christ taught us about blessing. Blessing through giving, blessing through prayer, blessing through thanksgiving, blessing through working together as a team, blessing together through uh, being grateful, blessing through doing things in an organized way and paying attention to the fragments. في معجزة إشباع الجموع نلاقي في معجزتين الكتاب المقدس ذكرهم. المعجزة اللي سمعناها النهاردة إشباع الجموع من خمس خبزات وسمكتين وفي معجزة تانية إشباع الجموع من سبع خبزات وقليل من صغار السمك والأباء تأملوا في المعجزتين وقالوا معجزة إشباع الجموع من خمس خبزات سمكتين بترمز إلى إشباع الجموع في العهد القديم أما المعجزة الأخرى ترمز إلى إشباع الجموع في العهد الجديد 
ازاي؟ تعالوا نشوف المعجزه دي. المعجزه دي يقول لك وكان هناك عشب كثير. العشب دايما يرمز الى الزوال لانه بيظهر النهارده ويختفي. فده يرمز الى الاولد كوفيننت العهد القديم هذه المعاهده القديمه التي زالت وحل محلها المعاهده الجديده بدم ربنا يسوع المسيح. ايضا هنا ربنا اشبع الجموع من خمس خبزات سمكتين. الخمس خبزات يرمزوا للخمس كتب بتوع موسى الناموس. والسمكتين ممكن يرمزوا الى لوحي العهد أو يرمزوا إلى الحقبتين حقبة الناموس والأنبياء. أيضا عدد الحاضرين كان خمس تلاف ورقم خمسة يرمز إلى الإنسان اللي هو ذو الخمس حواس. والإنسان من غير نعمة ربنا زائل. علشان كده أيضا ذكر أنه كان هناك عشب قليل. والأفف اللي اتجمعت كانت 12 أفة ترمز إلى ال 12 ست بتوع بني إسرائيل. أما المعجزة الأخرى أشبع فيها ربنا 4000. رقم أربعة يرمز إلى أربعة أركان العالم. وده معناها إن العهد الجديد رسالته إلى كل أنحاء العالم. اذهبوا وكرزوا بالإنجيل الخليقة كلها. أيضا السيد المسيح استخدم سبع خبزات ترمز إلى سبع أسرار الكنيسة وقليل من صغار السمك ما ذكرش عددهم السمك هنا يرمز إلى الخدام وسمهم قليل لأن احنا قطيع صغير لا تخف أيها القطيع الصغير وسمهم صغار لأن زي ما بولس الرسول قال اختار الله جهلاء العالم ليخز بهم الحكماء واختار ضعفاء العالم ليخز بهم الأقوياء ولم يذكر عددهم لأن العدد موجود من أيام المسيح إلى مجيئه الثاني فليس لهم عدد أيضا اللي تكمع كانوا سبع أفف من الكسر سبع أفف يرمزوا إلى كنيسة العهد الجديد اللي هي قائمة على سبع أسرار فزي ما في المعجزة الأولى كان في 12 خبزة 12 أفة لل 12 سبت بني إسرائيل لما هنا سبع أفف عدد كمال لكنيسة العهد الجديد لكل من هو عضو في كنيسة العهد الجديد ده مجرد تأمل علشان يقول لنا أن الله لا يكل عن إشباع شعبه هو المشبع لجميع احتياجاتنا هو المشبع لاحتياجاتنا الجسدية زي ما شفنا في هذه المعجزة وزي ما بيقول الكتاب المقدس كنت فتى والآن شخت لم أرى صديقا تخلي عنه ولا ذرية له التمست جوعا أيضا الله مشبع لاحتياجاتنا الروحية الإنسان لما بيقف صدر ربنا 
بيمتلئ فرحا وسلاما وشبع من مجرد أن يبقى واقف أمام الله وهو المشبع أيضا لاحتياجاتنا النفسية زي مثلا في شفاء الأبرس ربنا يقول مد إيده لمسه ليه الأبرس ده قعد سنين طويلة ما حدش يلمسه لأنه كان يعتبر نجاسة ومرض معدي فلمسة ربنا دي له اديت له إحساس بالقبول اديت له إحساس ان انت لست نجسا اديت له إحساس بان هو ربنا بيحبه وربنا مش خايف انه يتلامس معاه وياخده في أحضانه طب ربنا عمل معاه كده ليه من ما هو كان ممكن يشفيه وخليه يمشي من غير ما يلمسه لان ما كانش ربنا عايز يشفي جسده بس لما كان عايز يشفي روحه نفسه ايضا وشفاء الروح كان ربنا دايما يقول مغفوره لك خطاياك زي ما قالها للمقعد وزي ما قالها لمسافة الدم ربنا دايما هو المشبع زي ما أشبع الجموع كده هو المشبع لإحتياجاتنا النفسية والروحية والجسدية أحيانا إحنا ندور على مصادر أخرى لكي نشبع بها ولكن ربنا يقول زي ما ألف أرمية شعبي عمل شرين تركوني أنا ينبوع الماء الحي وحفروا لأنفسهم أبارا أبارا مشققة لا تضبط ماء يا ريت النهاردة كلنا وإحنا واقفين في القداس نرفع قلبنا إلى الله المشبع ونقول له يا رب كما أشبعت الجموع تعال واشبعني من حبك تعال واشبعني من بركتك تعال واشبع روحي من سلامك تعال واشبعني من فرحك تعال واشبعني من خيراتك تعال يا رب واجعلني أتمتع بيك حتى أستطيع أن أقول مع المرنم ومعك لا أريد شيئا على الأرض لإنهنا المجد الدائم إلى الأبد آمين